All right, welcome to The Rock. It's good to be with you guys tonight. Uh, my name is Steve McEnroy. I'm one of the pastors here at The Rock, and I'm excited to be with you tonight because we're going to be talking about we're going to talk about missions, and uh, I don't want any of you to miss out on what God's doing here at The Rock. So it's going to be fun to kind of check out and talk to you about a number of things that we're going to be doing. But um, yeah, that'll be good. Let's pray. Got my new hearing aids on, and it's really exciting in my ears right now. (laughs) Lord Jesus, I love you. Thank you that you're such a good father. I pray that tonight you would just really get the glory for everything, from everything we do and say, Lord. Uh, Jesus, I'm, I'm just so thankful that you came for us, and you died on the cross, and you rose from the dead, Lord. And I pray to my God who lives. I trust you in all of it. Pray just lead us tonight, and I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I like this quote from A.T. Pearson. He was an American pastor, Christian leader, a missionary, and a writer. He said, if missions languish, it is because the whole life of godliness is feeble. The command to go everywhere and preach to everybody is not obeyed until the will is lost by self-surrender in the will of God, living, praying, giving, and going will always be found together. You know, I underlined on there, you might have noticed, by self-surrender in the will of God. I just think this is really important. In our church, in this church, we strive to live for others. That's what we do. We strive to live for others rather than ourselves, but we strive to Love God and love our our neighbors. And as a result, living, praying, giving, and going is found here. So be excited about that. Praise Jesus. God is at work right here in our midst. I like this verse from, from Chronicles, First Chronicles, chapter 16. It says, Sing to the Lord all the earth. Tell of his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous works among all the peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. This is David's song to the church for praise and thanksgiving. And I really think God's really blessed us with a number of musicians. And I just think God has really given us a platform to really reach the world. And I'm, I'm really really thankful for that. I really think of this verse that as the church praises Jesus, and and believe me, I love to stand back in that corner and praise Jesus with all of you. Even three times a weekend sometimes. There's just something about singing to the Lord. I really think the echo off of us really can reach it to the ends of the earth. And, And I've seen it. I've seen God work in amazing ways. I like this little diagram that I stole from the the perspectives class that we had here at the church. And I think it really speaks volumes of the importance of the church and missions together. I like the illustration because it shows that church mission efforts work in unison. They work in unison, the local church and missions. And when when a healthy church is missional and Healthy missions are connected to local churches. 
I think that's what we see. This little church, because we have missions as a part of our church, it makes us stronger. It puts us in a place of strength. And God has used it, not only here as our church to encourage people when people come back from missions, but as we send people out. The church and missions hook together. You know, our vision statement for this church is one life at a time and one world in our lifetime. And that's what we're all about, reaching the world, even from a little church in Draper, Utah. We really think we can have reach much more than you could ever imagine. And I'm going to show you some things that, that God's had us involved in, which, which show us that. But there's really just three things I want to look at, three ways you can join us in reaching the world. You can be praying, you can give to support what we're doing, and go. It's really that simple. I like this verse from Matthew chapter 36. And this is for Jesus, talking about Jesus. When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers in the harvest. Do you see people that are harassed and helpless? <laughs> do you see through the eyes of Jesus as you see people? Do you have compassion like Jesus does for people that are seemingly harassed and helpless? I do. You know, I'm convinced the problems we see in this world, in our world, are a direct result of Christless. People living apart from Christ. So we can complain all we want about all these things, but people need Jesus. I mean, really, when you boil it down, people need Jesus. So we need to be men and women that see people that need Jesus. At the very least, we ought to be people who worship God by praying earnestly to ask him for more labors. I like this quote from John R. Mott. He's an evangelist and leader of the YMCA for many years. The history of missions is a history of prayer. Everything vital to the success of the world's evangelization hinges on prayer. And I, I would agree with that. There is power in prayer. I think we, we would all agree to that. There's power in prayer. But I think what happens is, is we get distracted <laughs> and we forget, quite frankly, that we have the power of the universe between us and the Lord. I think we just, we lose sight of that. But we can be people that pray. Please be praying for our church. God has us involved in many exciting things and, and I trust there'll be more. You know, honestly, I am here, but by the grace of God, and your prayers. God's at work in our midst. Make it a daily habit to pray for the nations to know Jesus. And you can give. You can be a part of giving. In 2 Corinthians 8, the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Corinth, now you should finish what you started. Let the eagerness you showed in the beginning be matched by, now by your giving. Giving proportion to what you have. Now, I, I just want to, 
I want to be clear here. Pay your bills, feed your kids, take care of your family. There's lots of things that you can be a part of and give to, and we want you to, to be a church that gives, and we are part of a church that gives. You know, right now, our Imagine the Possibilities campaign is, um, it's, it's so exciting what God is doing in our midst, and it's ongoing, and it's world-changing. You know, we're hoping to pay off uh, the debt for this building and another, a number of other things as well. And um, we're excited about that. So that's something that we're doing. Imagine the possibilities. You got Bill several weeks ago kind of introduced that to us, that we're close. We're hoping this year in 2024 to pay off the debt that we have and also embark on a few uh, building improvements. Once a year in March, we have a CARES and Missions Awareness Fundraiser, and that's what I'm highlighting now. I know some of you budget for this, and I, I thank you for that. God is using your, your money to reach the nations. Our cares and missions are supported primarily by our missionaries themselves. It's really pretty simple. Raising funds to cover the cost of their own trips. In most cases, they use their vacation time from work and pay their own way. They have skin in the game, if you will. We as a church raise money to try and make it more affordable and augment some of the expenses. That's what we do in March. That's what our March for Madness is. So more people can be involved. It has tremendous value for our church when people get involved in missions. The local church and missions. There's something really special that God does when that's in place. Amy Carmichael, missionary to India for 55 years, you heard me right, 55 years. I like this quote from her. You can give without loving, but you cannot love without giving. Such a good quote. And go. We want you all to be a part of what God's doing. We want you not to be just spectator Christians. That's not what we want. If you really want to you live your life in Christ, you got to get in the game. So today I'm going to show you a number of things that you can be involved in. But every time I read this verse, we all know it. It's a mantra for our church, but I honestly, the Holy Spirit just pitter-patters my heart every time I read it because I think it's our charge. It's our mantra. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. This is straight from Jesus. Most of you know this verse. Get to a place where it gets you excited again. This verse excites me. I've heard it thousands of times. I've read it myself thousands of times, but I read it. It's like the Lord said, this is yours. This is what I've called you to do. And I believe as a church, this, that is what God has called us to, to disciple the nations. It's very personal to me. If you cut me open, I think I would bleed great commission. Our church is on mission, and we invite you to join with us for the thrill of your lives. The most exhilarating, exhausting, exciting, heartbreaking, excruciatingly beautiful life is found in serving Jesus. Get involved. I've been here 
in Utah for about 25 years, and I'm continually humbled and astounded about what God is doing here. And we get to be a part of it. I think we can easily take it for granted. God is moving here. We've seen hundreds, if not thousands of people come to Christ and get baptized and be discipled and go out and be disciples. It's amazing. We get to be a part of it. That's offered to you. That's, that's our family. That's what we're a part of. And I don't want you to miss out on that. I'm going to ask you to just jump on in because the living water is amazing. I don't want you to miss out. I like what D.L. Moody said, the great evangelist. He said, I do not know anything that would wake up Chicago better than for every man and woman here who loves him to begin to talk about him to their friends and just to tell them what he has done for you. You've got a circle of friends. Go and tell of them. I mean, we would all agree we can share right here. We don't have to go to the ends of the earth. But could I just replace a few words in here and read this again with you? How about we replace Chicago with Utah and him with Jesus? Read it with me. I do not know anything that would wake up Utah better than for every man and woman here who loves Jesus to begin to talk about Jesus to their friends and just to tell them what Jesus has done for you. You've got a circle of friends. Go and tell them of Jesus. It fires me up. It's really simple. It's just really simple. Declare his glory among the nations, one life at a time, and God will help us with one world in our lifetime. So I'm going to take a closer look at some of the things that we're involved in so that you guys kind of know. Of course, right now, we are uh, having our weekend service, the Rock Church weekend services. We have been averaging, averaging over 1,000 people every weekend. I mean, God is moving, and that, that's just incredibly exciting. Many of you, many of you su support this and you serve in that. It takes a lot. It really does. Music, teaching, cleaning, coffee, kids, security, media, greeters, discipling people, and more. We have schedules of hundreds of servants for, to, for this family, for this church service, for discipling, for leading, for leading this church into bigger things. Thank you. Thank you for serving. Most of you do. If you've been here very long, we've asked you to serve. <laughs> if you've been here very long and you're not serving, I'm asking you to serve right now. There's always things to do. We need boots on the ground in everything we do to take care of your precious children, to set this up. There were people out here cleaning the sidewalks when you got here. I know it was hard to get here. But there's people that care. They want, they want to take care of the family. Your treasures in heaven will be enormous. You are changing the world. This is more than a hangout. Our church is more than a hangout. We, we take it very serious about reaching the, the nations. The Rock Cares, that's a ministry that couples with 
our weekend services. It's part of our church, The Rock Cares. We have both local and in international ministries that we partner with. And if you're newer here, you may not even realize this, but The Rock Cares is kind of like, it's an umbrella title for our missions and ministry partners that we partner with. It's an important piece of what we do as a church here. We have CARES coordinators and mission leaders, and they serve as liaisons between the church and the different ministries that they're supporting, or mission trips that they're leading. We'll have a liaison or someone that's passionately involved or knows about the ministry. And, and we are asked to get involved in lots of different things in our community. Lots of people will come up, and, and there's lots of good, good things that we could support. One of the questions that, that I usually ask is, there's someone in our church that is passionately involved in what you're doing? It, it, people will bring things and say, well, how about we do this and that? We're doing this over there. And they're wonderful things. But for us, if there's someone passionately involved in the different things, then as pastors, we'll discuss that. We'll talk about that. That may be a ministry that we want to add to our cares. But for us, it's very important to have someone that keeps their eye on that. They keep their eye on the different things that we're doing. As you'll see, there's lots of things that we're involved with, but we always look for a coordinator or a champion, if you will, for those different ministries. But that's what The Rock cares. It's our different partner ministries and our missions. Here is a list of the local ones. And, and there's a number of different ones there that you would probably, uh, most of you recognize or, or you've heard of. For the sake of time, I'm not going to go through each one, but I do want to highlight some of them. But these are the local CARES ministries coupled with the church that we're, we can be involved in or you can be involved in and be a part of. We have coordinators for each one of these that... Um, they, they bring the needs of those different ministries to the church and share them with us so that we can be involved with them. But I'm going to highlight the Rock Serves, which is kind of tucked into to the um, Rock Cares. I think this First Peter 4.10 really kind of um, explains much of it. God has given each of you a gift from his great variety of spiritual gifts. Use them well to serve one another. As Christians, God's, God puts it on his heart. His spirit lives in us, and, and we are wired to help each other. There's a grassroots helping, if you will, with the saints. If someone needs to move or they need help or, or their car broke or whatever it might be, as Christians, we step in trying to help with that. That's a grassroots thing. At this church, you guys are amazing at that. We've been doing that for years and years, so much so that it's grown into this thing where Nate Baldock has stopped, stepped in to be kind of the point man or the shepherd of the different things that come our way. So he has a little questionnaire and he, he, that you can fill out to kind of describe what you're, uh, you want to do to be part of the Rock Serves. And then he, um, he vets the different needs that come in. So as needs come in, Nate will vet those, and then he'll look at his, it's basically just a, a, a database of people that said, I'm willing to serve. I would help. If I'm available, I'll come and help that person move, or whatever it might be. It's handy that his wife leads the rock meals, because they talk at least once a day, and they know <laughs> lots of different needs between the two of them. 
But we want to encourage you to get in that database. It's really pretty simple. We just want to shepherd the needs better. I mean, you guys are doing it grassroots, but we want to even do more. We want to help each other. We want to know if you have a need. We want to know if you want to help fill a need. So that's what the Rock Serves is all about. One of our partner ministries that has a coordinator, Nate Veldock. And then I want to highlight Mission to the City. And we do this once a year. It's a mission to the valley. And we've been here 25 years. So almost every year since I've been here in, in Utah, we've been doing um, some sort of mission to the city. And exciting part is that this is 25th year. So we really want to do it big. We usually try to serve our, um, our different cares ministry. We'll do a project at the Rescue Mission. We'll do projects at the Pregnancy Resource Center. We painted there. We placed carpet in different places. Lots of different projects. We go to the road home. We serve meals. Last year, we had over 30 projects and over 300 people participated in serving the valley and just serving the community. This year, we want to do more than we ever had which is kind of the title of 25 years of serving. We want to get more people involved than we ever have, so you'll be hearing more about this. But even uh, just uh, the icing on the cake here is we want to celebrate our 25-year church anniversary. That's this year as well. So at the end of Mission to the City this year, just like in the Bible, they would celebrate. They would have festivals to mark important things. 25 years is a big deal for a Christian church in Utah. So at the end of Mission of the City, we're going to have a party. <laughs> and you're all invited. And we need your help because I guess it's going to be a big party. <laughs> but so our Mission City, I'm excited about this year. We'll do more than we ever have. And um, just think about it. You can, you can do the math. You might be better at math than me. But we've been doing that sort of thing, 30 projects or so, with over 300 people for lots and lots and lots of years. That has changed Utah. That has made an impact that we, we kind of take it for granted that, yeah, we'll go out and do this. But that has really changed our community. And not only that, it changed us as we serve together uh, uh, for a common, common purpose. And here's some of our international cares missions, our, our partner ministries. And you guys are aware of some of these. Again, for the sake of time, I'm not going to go over each one of them. But you'll have a chance. You may have noticed some things are set up so you can go and talk to people after the service about these things. But internationally as well, God is this little church in Utah. We've been able to be involved in a number of things. And I'm going to show you what we're in involved in, in this year. You know, the Wish family, they're serving with Mission Aviation Fellowship. I just wanted to remind you that, that we are the sending church. <laughs> they're in the Democratic, Democratic Republic of the Congo working for Mission Aviation Fellowship. Matt is a technician, and he's helping them with different types of things so they can deliver Bibles where they've never been delivered before. He's involved in all kinds of things. This is our family. They're, they're our people. <laughs> We're the ones that said, we love you. We support what God's calling you to do. We want to be part of that. So we don't want to lose sight of our family here. Keep your eye on them. Get on their news list. Get on their prayer list. Be praying for them. This is, this is our family. So we don't want to just remind you that that is happening right now. I miss them so much. <laughs> 
such dear saints. There are people. We want to keep our eye on them. We have some short-term missions coming up, and I'm going to highlight those for you. We're sending a team to Croatia the first week in April, nine adults and nine kids. There's a conference in Croatia that Great Commission Europe is putting on, and we're, we've partnered with Great Commission Europe for years and years. You'll see as I start unfolding some of these short-term missions, the different um, um, ministries that we partnered with. They have this two conferences a year, and this particular conference, when they come, they bring their families, of course. There'll be 28 children. So our team is going there to take care of these missionaries' children so they can focus on the conference, so that they can, they can get counsel from each other, so they can love on each other. They are frontline missionaries in Europe and different places. The Wish family gets to come. They get to be there too. So that will be a special time for these missionaries. But when we heard there was a need there, we wanted to, we wanted to be a part of that. So this crazy crew... Is we have one more meeting, preparation meeting, and they'll be leaving, and they'll be searching for Easter eggs in Croatia while the rest of us are here. But here's the thing, please, this is our, these are our people. It's not easy. It's not a vacation. 35 hours one way. Take your kids, 35 hours traveling one way. It doesn't sound like a holiday. That's a lot. So be praying. They need our prayers. And this is a vital ministry. Pastor Bill's going to be teaching at the conference on heaven. But these, these are frontline missionaries, boots-on-the-ground missionaries. And, and they don't have places to get counsel all the time. This is a vital time for them to get with other missionaries and strategize for moving their ministries forward. So this is an important trip we're excited about. Be praying for those guys, and you'll hear more about it. We have a trip going to Sweden and we're still recruiting, but the time is coming close. We have about a week left. If, if you want to commit to going to Sweden, we want to hear from you. You know, several weeks ago, Sarah, one of the gals that we partner with there in Sweden, she was here. She talked to our youth group. She had a meeting inviting people to come and serve in Sweden. And I would, I would encourage you to be a part of that. There's all kinds of uh, opportunities to serve while you're there. You know, Sweden, Stockholm specifically, is a really interesting place. I'm personally drawn to it. I think there's a really a gospel opportunity there. They've invited immigrants and refugees for years and years to come to, come to the country. Yes, you can come. You can come to Sweden. You can come to Sweden. It's a, it's a melting pot of different cultures in Stockholm. You, you, it would blow you away if you were there. You can come up in a subway in different places and you think, I am in the Middle East. But it is a melting pot. I think it's a real Kairos moment, a real gospel moment in Sweden where people from different countries have moved there and they're trying to start a life. And in a lot of ways, they're, they're just kind of lonely. <laughs> they want to meet people. So it's, it's ripe for the gospel. So we're looking for more people to go and, and get on that trip. And um, we need to know quick, but I would encourage you to go. We want to help you go. We'll equip you. We know these different ministries that we partner with, and we wouldn't send you if we didn't think there's a place that you could be safe and serve well. That's the idea. And Honduras, again, this is a ministry that we've partnered with for a lot of years. There's a church great, with Great Commission Latin America, and, and we've served with them, and Dan Lee, 
is the place that the church that we serve with. Last time, it was a, a medical theme. And this time, too, we hope it to be a medical theme. And then we partner with the church with outreach as well as provide humanitarian services. So that's coming up in August. And we're recruiting right now especially if you have any kind of medical background, if you're a nurse or a PA or a doctor. It would be great to have you on this particular team. We'll certainly serve the church as well, but again, we hope to have a med medical theme on this particular trip. In Italy, we've been connected with a, a, a churches in Italy, in Milan and Turin specifically over the years, and uh, um, we put on English clubs, with uni English clubs with university students right near the campus where our partner ministries are located. The first time I went was in 2003 with this, with this team, and it changed my life. <laughs> it really set me on a different course. The, the, the really put the gospel on my heart as I'm there interacting with those different university students. And so we've done a lot of trips there. In 2006, we took some musicians and, and during the Turin Olympics and, and um, did a lot of outreach. Our hope is to replicate that in 2026 at the Milan Olympics, that we can take a team of musicians over there again. But we've done this a number of times. We have a strong relationship with the ministries there in Italy. So you can be a part of that. We'll try to take 10 to 12 people to Italy in October. And Romania... We also uh, a ministry that we've been involved in for quite some time, and we have strong ties to a ministry house there that Bill and Jim McFall and a number of you have been gone over and did construction projects for, on their ministry house. At one point, they had a fire. You guys went over and helped clean it up and helped them rebuild. Um, in, in June of 2025, Jim hopes to have um, a team go with him to help at a youth camp and especially if you have kids um, in youth group age, I mean, I'm telling you, stuff like this will set you and your kids on a, just a different course as you put your life on the line for the gospel. So I encourage you, 2025, you've got a little time to plan, pray as a family, but be a part of it. it, it, it it'll bless your life. All those things are just short-term missions. You've seen lots of things out in the lobby here. Again, I just want to remind you, it's, it's, it's pretty simple. What we're asking you to do is pray, give, and go. You know, it's easy to forget to pray. Maybe just a simple little thing you can join me in is I've set my phone to 5.17 p.m. to go off. If you're really hardcore, you could go 5.17 a.m., but 5.17 p.m., I pray for the nations. When my alarm goes off, I pray for the nations. It's fun when I'm with someone else who's also set their clock, and we go, let's pray together for the nations. Just a simple reminder, but we need your prayers. We need you to be praying. These are our people we're sending. They need protection from God. They need us to be praying for them, thinking about them, considering them. And give. You can, you can take a photo of this. This is just a real simple way to either text to give or um, use an email to give. Go online to, to give. Just easy ways to give. Um, and it's, it's for, you know, what else are you going to spend your money on? <laughs> These are things that change the world. Our hope is to raise $25,000. 
And I think as a church, that's, that's within, our, within our goal. You know, if everybody gives a little, it amounts to a lot. Again, it won't pay for all these trips. That's not the idea. We just want to make it a little bit more affordable so more of you can be involved in it. And also the cares and the mission in the city, all those things take money. Once in a year, we try to do one fundraiser instead of trying to hit you every month with the next mission trip, if you will. Our game night, Brent talked about that earlier. We've been practicing, preparing. We had a number of people that have been involved in a team to make this special. So I'm just telling you, you don't want to miss out. I mean, at the very core of it, it's just fun to be with the family. Let's just, let's just be together for the right reasons. Let's, let's love on each other. Let's raise some funds, yes, but why not just have some fun? I am really excited to watch Steel throw an axe for axe throwing. We do need you to RSVP. We have lots of volunteers. I'm really thankful to the youth group for like hundreds of people helping us get different things ready. But um, come be a part of it. Even if you don't like games, it, there's spectator things. There's things you can do. We have raffle items. Again, I want to thank you for donating items for this event. You know, at our, our gala, we always had lots of good things, nice things donated, as well as this time as well. We have these amazing gift baskets that we put together that we're going to raffle off. You buy a ticket, and we'll raffle off, and you might win one of these amazing baskets, as well as we're going to have prizes for the different competitive games. If, if you... Um, um, a gamer and you want to be competitive, there's going to actually be some prizes for, for some of the games. So I just, you know, again, I want you to be a part of it. There's going to be a photo booth. There'll be, be food, pizza, and desserts, all kinds of things. And you can feel free to dress up in a, a clues, our, our theme there, get clued into missions. If you if you dress up as a clue character and you do the best job of that, you will get an amazing prize. So you can, those of you that like to dress up, here you go. Here's your big chance. And the littles, of course, they can dress up. But we'll have tables all through here. We'll have some poker back in the poker room with the smoke machine going on. It's just going to be, it's going to be, the thing is, it's just, it's good to be together, together as a family for a common cause. And so I'd really encourage you to be here. It's free. There's no cost. We just need an RSVP so we can kind of get a little bit of a handle on how much food that, that we need to get. But why wouldn't you come? <laughs> come be with your family. You'd be glad you did. I like this quote from Charles Spurgeon. It says, if there be any one point in which the Christian church ought to keep its fervor at a white heat, it is concerning missions. If there be anything about which we cannot tolerate lukewarmness, it is in the manner of sending the gospel to a dying world. And I would agree with that. The Prince of Preachers, we need to be men and women on the go. You may have noticed we have a few things set up here. The stage looks a little different. But we will have the people that are going to lead those mission trips, or at least representatives of them, at each of these chairs after, 
after the service here, after we sing. As well, you may have noticed out in the lobby, there's one for the Wish family and a mission to the city, and all the CARES ones are on the CARES corner. And there's no commitment, but you can, get, you can get information. You can find out, well, maybe I could be part of that Sweden trip. Well, maybe you could. Come and talk to Brent about it. It's all right here. So if you're part of this church, I encourage you to be a part of what's behind the scenes, what God's doing in all kinds of different places, not only here in Utah, but around the world. So check it out. I know it's a little bit snowy. I'm going to pray us out here. But I would say stay, be a part of this. Come and talk to the people that are leaving short-term missions. Go out in the lobby and uh, visit with the people. Take a brochure. I asked all the care ministries to bring a brochure. You can uh, pick it up. But uh, I'm excited about what, the God, about what God's doing in our church, and, and, and I invite you to be a part of it. You'll be so glad you did once you step in a little deeper. It'll change your life. I pray, Lord God, I, I love you. Thank you, Lord, that you know all of this. You don't have to be informed, God. I, I'm convinced that you're the one that got us to this place, that you sent us on mission. And I praise you for that, God. I pray you continue to lead us and direct us and protect us. Even as my family here goes home, Lord, protect them in driving home. But Lord, ultimately, you died for us. You rose from the dead. Lord, we want more people to know you. So we just ask for your help in all of that. And we thank you for tonight. And I pray that in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks for coming, guys.